I want you to take the time to listen and I encourage you to listen to it again and again and again because sometimes when you hear something at a different time your life is in a different space and you hear some things that you did not hear the first time like going to see a movie that you've seen before there's some things that you'll see you say whoa I didn't see that first time so the same thing in expanding your consciousness and and beginning to elevate the quality of your thinking it's a process that you must review on a regular basis that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing but by your working and training your mind to serve you you will accelerate the possibility of creating wealth in your life and so controlling your financial destiny the first step which is major that I talk about all the time yes and you know what it is a mindset a millionaire mindset that takes a process I encourage you to think about how much money you want to create that's number one number two what are you gonna do with it what what's the purpose of it why is it that that's important to you the other thing is writing it down and understanding that you must bring some value what is it that you have what is it that you're going to exchange in the marketplace in order to do that I remember something I I heard by Jim Rowan said you don't get paid by the hour you get paid for the value you bring to the hour so you have to train your mind to serve you Dr. Carter G. Woodson said if you can determine what a man shall think you never have to concern yourself with what he will do. He said, if you can make a man feel inferior, you never have to compel him to seek an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. And if you can make a man feel justly an outcast, never have to order him to go to the back door. He'll go without being told. And if there's no door, his very nature will demand one. And so engaging in this process of training your mind, well, how do I do that, Les? One of the things I encourage you to do that I did for years and still do today, train yourself to read 30 to 40 pages of something positive every day. Train your thinking. See, we can't control the thoughts that come in our minds, but we can control the thoughts that we dwell on. By reading 30 to 40 pages of something positive every day, you're saturating your mind and you're overpowering the negative thoughts that psychologists say that we think over 87 to 90 percent of our negative thoughts every day that goes undetected by our conscious mind. So that's the value of reading something positive every day and listening to something every day that's positive that will train your thinking. Now the next thing not only is the mindset as important, but information. 2007, Time Magazine said the computer is the person of the year. And people were puzzled by that. Why? Because for the first time in the history of the world, everyday people have access to information that wealthy people have. And that really makes a difference. There's a slogan I hear with some radio stations that said that information is power. No, information that is applied in your life that's power and and so you now have access to information that can help you to build and design the kind of life that you want that you can learn anything that you so desire you could just google it and there it is available at your fingertips the next thing is network the man who who's still around today that i love is dennis kimbrough he said if you're the smartest one in your group you need to get a new group in order to create 
wealth and control your financial destiny. It's important that you have a network of friends that you can learn from, that you can grow from, friends that can help you to begin to access parts of yourself that you don't know right now, friends who have contacts and relationships and resources that you don't have, people that you can learn from, that you can grow from. You want to develop a network of friends. My mother used to say, if you run around with nine broke people, I guarantee you, you'll become number 10. So you want friends that have more than you, people that will challenge you, that will bring some value into your life. The next thing, not only a network of friends that's important, but dedication. See, if you are casual about your goals and dreams, they will never happen. You have to dedicate yourself. How you spend your time tells me who you are. See, there's a difference between working from nine to five to working from five until you fade. You've got to be willing to dedicate yourself to do whatever is required. A.L. Williams had a saying that I love very much. All you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. But make sure you do all you can do. I'm not suggesting that you don't work hard in terms of an idea, but I'm trying to tell you, if you grind, 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 you will be broke the rest of your life or you will barely make it. This society did not become rich by workers. It came rich by the people who knew how to put the workers to work. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. I know, ouch, amen, whatever you want to say. It's the truth. This country got rich off of 400 years of not paying nobody. That's how it became rich. It's free labor. You making somebody work for 400 years for free? Yeah, you rich. You ain't got to pay nobody. You ain't got to do insurance. <laughs> I don't get insurance. I don't even get like paid vacation. I don't even get to take no time off. I'm a slave and I'm sick. You got to go pick cotton. And then if you get sweet with it, Eli, you get sweet with it and make a machine, you're not about to get the patent to the machine. Your master about to get the patent. And you might get lunch regularly. But you're not about to get paid. Kill that worker's mentality. You value effort over execution. For real. I love it. I love it. You, I love it. The have-nots, you think because you put in 50 hours, even though it was at 70%, you think that's the same thing as execution. It's not. I was with my wife the other day, and we had like, look, we just got overwhelmed with it. We never knew that many people was going to buy. Like I said, we don't know who we are in the earth. We know that many people was going to buy the journals. Like, it was just unbelievable. So we all had to, Carl house, my house, we all packing books, putting it up. I promise y'all, the way my wife worked, I was like, yo, I can't do that. I just bowed down to her. I was like, wow, you got MS and still killing me. I bowed down, sweetie. I need a break. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I would have been a house Negro. I'm like, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being 100. My wife wants some field stuff. I'm like, I can't do it, sweetie. I'm like, no, my wife was like, yo, when those boxes come in, those people ordered it. I don't, however many boxes come to our house, they must all be shipped tonight. I was like, boo, we don't even know how many boxes is coming. <laughs> I said, can we count the boxes first? <laughs> we have no idea how many boxes coming. We don't even know if we have enough supplies. My wife said, that's a different mindset. My wife said, when they come in the house, they will be packaged. And whatever post office, she found out one point, I said, the post office closed at 430. 
She said the one in our neighborhood, the one up the street 15, 20 minutes away, it closed at 9.30. I said, how you know that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I only know about the one in the, by, by the neighborhood. She got a different mindset. So a lot of you think for real, like you put in a lot of effort and you looking at your boss like, what's up? But what you don't realize is your boss don't make money off of effort. Your boss make money off of execution. So I watched my wife grind and we got them soakers, suckers done and they kept coming in and she kept doing it and I was burnt out. I ended up getting a gig. I was like, praise God, I'm out. <laughs> I was on the plane first class like, thank you, Father, for the break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bless her heart. Right? They like, they, you entertainment seeking. E, did you see power? Absolutely not. Did you see the game of throw? Absolutely not. I'm trying to blow up. I'm trying to blow up after the blow up. I'm number one. Now I'm trying to find out what's after number one. And you know what that is? That's not a speaker. That's a businessman. So I'm trying to own as many companies as I can, get as much equity as I possibly can. I don't got time for the Game of Thrones. I'm playing my own games. I'm trying to sit on a throne. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get a throne. I'm just saying, for real, some of you broke and you still entertained. Like, I'm not even tripping on those of you who got money and you comfortable and you want to chill and watch it. I'm talking about those of you who are complaining about your job. You ain't got no money and you sitting here complaining about, but then you watching all the TV programs. That's a have-not mentality. 